Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The regular season starts tonight with the Boston Bruins in town. Ben chats with Lars Eller as the new season gets underway and my conversation with Samantha Pell from the Washington Post. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, October 12th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. It is opening night. The Capitals and the Boston Bruins. Ben and I with you here at MedStar Capitals Iceplex. It has been a long wait. It has been a very interesting preseason. There have been guys that left the organization because of the waiver wire. We'll talk more about that later. But right now, it's about the 23 guys that are going to take the ice tonight against the Boston Bruins. Opening night, Ben is finally here. And really looking forward to this, John. I think if you go back a few weeks ago, you go back to early in the offseason, we knew there were some concerns, some question marks related to who wouldn't be here to start the year, and we certainly look forward to the eventual returns of those who aren't on the opening night roster. But that said, John, I think we saw in training camp, we saw throughout the preseason, the offseason additions, the Stroms, the Browns, the Kempers, the Charlie Lindgrens, the presence of the young guys like a protus cracking the opening night lineup. I think there were a lot of answers to some of the questions in the preseason related to how some of those voids would be filled. And looking forward to uh, the start of the season and seeing how that translates now come regular season play. We've talked a lot about Alexei Protus in the preseason, and we're going to continue to do it as the opener gets going tonight against Boston. Protus, second line left wing with Dylan Strome in the middle, Anthony Manta on the right. I had a chance to talk with Anthony yesterday in the room a little bit. He played on the right side all the way through junior, most of his time in Detroit. It's a place where he's very comfortable playing. I'm kind of anxious to see what he can do on the right side. He spent so much time on the left since he came over from the Red Wings. But now you've got Protus on one side and you've got Manta on the other. As Peter Laviolette said yesterday, look, I mean, nothing's written in ink here, but that is, in theory, a really big, heavy line to contend with. Some big boys right there, a couple of tree trunks flanking Dylan Strom, who's no small guy himself at six foot three, and could play a little bit of that big game down the middle. But yes, big guys on that line, Protus. We like to see if that preseason success can translate into the regular season. And Anthony Manthe has been talking about it for weeks. Looking forward to having a strong start to his season. Dealt with the injury last year. Maybe hasn't quite played up to his own expectations since he joined the Capitals a couple of trade deadlines ago. He's amped up. He's looking forward and playing with some guys. And Strom and Protus also looking to make an early season impression. And real quick, John, Strom and Mantha with a little bit of history. It goes back a few years ago, but they were line mates at the World Hockey Championships a few years ago, 2019. Strom brought it up unsolicited early in training camp saying he's played with Mantha. They played very well on a line with Jonathan Marcheseau overseas a few years ago, and he's looking forward to maybe finding that chemistry once again and translating it into NHL play. More on the line combinations for tonight. We saw Connor Sherry take the place that for years now we have seen Carl Hagelin. 
He's not available, but you've got Sherry on the left side with Dowd and Hathaway, and you brought this up with a coach yesterday. In theory, that could be more offense because Connor Sherry, nearly a 20-goal guy last year, this line is going to get a lot of ice time. We know that because they're always deployed against the other team's top players. So, again, much like it has been over the course of the last few years, the fourth line, air quotes here, not really that. More like a checking line with maybe now a little bit more offense. We'll see how it goes tonight. Yeah, and we anticipate the Dowd Hathaway tandem, that duo, that partnership, they remain intact. We'll see how long Connor Sherry stays with them, if that becomes maybe a little bit of a rotation, depending on what team they're playing, depending situationally. But Sherry to start with them, and again, Sherry a goal shy of 20 a year ago. And yeah, three guys who may get a lot of those defensive zone starts to their shifts, and the defensive responsibilities are certainly very high, but three guys nonetheless who can move north, get the puck up ice, and create some offensive opportunities. They took advantage last year, all three of them did, regardless of who they were playing with, and now we'll see the three of them together at least to start Sherry Dowd and Hathaway on that quote-unquote energy and shutdown trio. The Darcy Kemper era beginning tonight here in Washington, signing a five-year contract in the offseason, a Stanley Cup champion last year with the Colorado Avalanche. He gets the start tonight against Boston. Would imagine we see Charlie Lindgren of the game in Toronto tomorrow. Both have been very good. In fact, Peter Laviolette yesterday went out of his way unsolicited when asked about Kemper. He's like, hey, don't forget about Charlie Lindgren and how well he played. Stability in goal. This team didn't have as much of that last year and maybe the last two years with the youngsters in net. You got guys right now and Darcy Kemper going tonight to lead it off. One of 82. That veteran presence, that last line of defense figures to be very good for this team this season. Yeah, and arguably the the biggest difference, the biggest change compared to the past two years, that stability in goal and maybe not necessarily having the question or raising the question of who's going to play on a given night. Certainly looking forward to seeing Darcy Kemper handle the bulk of the workload. He's looking forward to it. Another season with a heavy workload just as he had last year in Colorado showed he could handle it for a Stanley Cup contender an eventual Stanley Cup champion and for Lindgren as well really John I'm sure he's amped up too really the first full-time NHL gig he has albeit in the backup role but a veteran a professional veteran who's now taking advantage of an NHL a full-time one-way contract at the NHL level and someone who could relieve and spell Kemper as needed but certainly a solid tandem at least on paper and another one looking forward to seeing how they start out you assume splitting the first two games of the season and even though it is an individual thing and not a team thing it's one we're going to be watching all season long the chase for 800 goals for Alex Ovechkin starts tonight. He's 20 away from 800, 21 away from Gordie Howe, 22 away from being second all-time in NHL in goals. This first half of the season, and maybe that's all it takes, mm-hmm. we'll see, is going to be a whole lot of fun to watch. It will be, and it's amazing, John, that the march towards the milestones, sometimes maybe if you're out of market, outsiders might think, oh, is that, does it weigh on the team? Is it pressure? Is it a distraction? I really think, John, we've seen it over the past years. It's like an extra carrot. It's something collectively the whole team embraces. They look forward to it. When there's another name he could pass, when there's another round number he could hit, his game gets elevated, Ovechkin. You know, he likes hitting those benchmarks and those milestones. And I think it really rallies everyone around the team as well. 
And maybe we take it for granted in these parts. I'm also looking forward to seeing how some of the newcomers, Dylan Strome, Connor Brown, how they react to a night where, ho-hum, in the third period, Alex Ovechkin pots two goals in five minutes to bring the Capitals back, you know, for a comeback win like we've seen so often. Those things that we see so frequently, it's always neat to see it from the player's perspective, those who are experiencing it for the first time. And yes, certainly Milestone Watch uh, begins in earnest here tonight against Boston. Outside the Capitals dressing room yesterday, had a chance to catch up with Samantha Pell from the Washington Post, talking line combinations and a loss of two forwards to waivers. Well, here at the rink chatting with Samantha Pell, it is opening day and the Capitals ready to take on the Boston Bruins. The line rushes were rather interesting. Alexei Protus, who we have been saying all along we thought would make the team. Oh yeah, he did. He's in the top six if the line rushes are to be believed here. Left side, Skating alongside Dylan Strom and Anthony Mantha, so congrats to the big fella because he's got some pretty good real estate here. Yeah, I mean, I love that line. That was the line that the Capitals put out there in the final preseason game for the Caps just last week, and I think it's a big-bodied line, like you said. It's guys that can skate, guys that can score, and I think for the Capitals having a line like that in the top six, I think it's going to be a huge asset, at least as a starting point. Team took a little bit of a forward dagger in terms of depth. I can't remember a time in my 12 years here where you lost two guys guys to waivers. I know it's happened before, but actually Anson Fialbi ends up in Winnipeg. Brett Leeson goes to Anaheim. So you were hoping to get through unscathed and have pretty good depth in Hershey. Still do, but not as much as you did. Yeah, it's surprising when you look at it now. It's a lot, I think, weaker than maybe a lot of us now expected with two of those guys gone. But you're right, there is still a lot of guys there. I mean, when you talk about guys even up here in Washington, you still have the Connor McMichaels. You still have the Joe Snively's. Now when you look in Hershey, there are still a lot of guys, but it is a big hit, I think, especially with Brett Leeson and what he did. And, you know, maybe there was a situation where Washington could have, you know, took him out earlier and got something back in return, but you lose him on waivers and it's just an unfortunate situation. But overall, I I think that was the right move when you look at the full picture for the Capitals because, as we all said, Alexi Protus in the top six, I think that's a really big impact player. As you and I chat here, the line combinations have Connor Sherry on 4LW, ostensibly replacing Carl Hagelin, who's going to be out long-term and indefinitely now. We knew that. But Sherry was a little bit in that spot during camp. We saw a lot of rotation through that spot. It would look like, if the line combinations are to be believed, that number 73 is going to be the first guy to skate alongside Hathaway and Dowd against Boston. I really like the combination of Sherry, Dowd, and Hathaway. I think that line is going to play a lot more than a lot of people think for a fourth line. We've seen it the last few seasons with Peter Laviolette. He trusts that fourth line to be a defensive shutdown line, and I think Connor Sherry is a good addition there. I mean, he's fast, he's gritty, he gets in corners, he gets the pucks, and I think that's exactly the type of player Dowden Hathaway liked to play with. And I think that's exactly the type of player that's going to help them succeed for the season. Well, what your sense is of this and just uh, talking to other national reporters and people who make predictions, and everybody's got an opinion, but there are a lot of folks nationally, and I'm honestly a little surprised looking at a team that's upgraded its goaltending, pretty solid on defense. You've got Alex Ovechkin still seemingly at his prime. Kuznetsov had a great year. Oshie looks like he's good to go. I know Baxter and Wilson aren't here, but what's your sense of this team outside the beltway here on where they may ultimately finish up? Because I feel like there's some negativity where, you know, in town, I think this is a playoff team, but I think there's some people out there that don't. I think a lot of people are just kind of basing it all on the end of last season. I think if you were to ask any of us at the end of last season, we would have said, oh yeah, if they don't make any changes, we're kind of stuck in the same loop. Sure, they could miss the playoffs. Now this year, I mean, you look at the offseason, I think it was a near perfect offseason by Brian McClellan, adding Kemper, adding Strom and Brown and 
seeing how the lines have all fit together here with the addition of Protus. I think this is a team, you know, ideally, obviously, the wild card spot is probably the safest bet for a lot of people. But I do think they could finish two or three here in the division and really kind of solidify themselves if everything goes right. Now, the Caps are always prone to injury. They are a veteran aging core. So there are things that are going to happen in season, but we're just going to see how Washington's depth kind of holds up. Last one for you on Strom. We had him on the show yesterday and Ben asking about his background. He said something that almost kind of made you feel bad after the game on Saturday. I was like, I just wanted to be wanted somewhere. And I, here's Chicago after a 20-goal season, never really got to play in overtime. He said that, uh, wanted to be in a place where he felt wanted. Here's a guy who's not only going to be in the top six for this game, but he's going to be on the number one power play unit. He had a terrific preseason. It does kind of make you wonder what Chicago was thinking. This guy's been terrific, probably the best guy in camp. It's a great question. I would love to know what the Blackhawks were thinking. But, no, I think Dylan Strom's a great, great addition to Washington, I think, with him. You know, he even told me, he's like, I feel like there's maybe misconceptions about my defensive play, that I'm a defensive liability, that I'm one-dimensional. But he feels very strongly that he's worked on his face-offs. I mean, that showed on Saturday. He was only 10 for 1. The only face-off he lost was the overtime face-off. So he feels like he's not only grown his game, but he's now a big contributor contributor for a potential contender so I think with Dylan he, it, all, it makes all the sense in the world that he's here in Washington and he just hopes that he can not only be here for one year but in the future as well glad to have you with us here Samantha again this season thanks so much for joining us thanks so much thanks to Samantha Pell for joining us here Ben had a chance yesterday to chat in the Caps dressing room with Lars Eller who can't wait to get the new season started I think just the waiting of not having played real hockey for many, many months. I mean, not in practice games. I think it's just more that. It's been it's been a long time. What do you like about this team this year as far as some, some new pieces being brought in? But what do you look forward to about this group particularly? Just coming together. I think we have a strong identity uh, still with the same core, but getting the new guys to find their identity within the team, seeing all of that kind of come together over, over a season. One of the fresh faces here to start the year anyways, Alexei Protus, looked really good in the preseason. What, what, what have you seen from him in particular and using that size and the, the weapon that he provides here? Yeah, I'm not that surprised. I think you could see it already last year that he had some uh, abilities could yeah, that he could grow into as he gets older. I think last year was probably a big jump for him with a lot of games in uh, uh, NHL season, NHL pace, but you could always see he had some... A very good skill set to go with his big his big frame. And I think he's just gonna go be- get better uh, here year by year. So happy happy for him. He's uh, he's worked hard. He's a humble humble guy, good kid. Those you want to see them do well. And he's he's taking uh, another step this training camp. Final thing, we'll leave you with this from from a young guy in Protus to the grizzled vet in Ovechkin here. 20 goals shy of 800, approaching 802. Gordy Howe. I know you have lofty team goals here. But to continue to see him produce as he has, you know, what, what does that do for the team to, to be a part of that and, and to have seen it over the years and now to be approaching 800 in his case? Yeah, he's, he's the, I think he's the, the, the face and the heartbeat really of the organization, the franchise. Uh, and he definitely also looks like he still loves the game, still loves coming to practice, 
still love uh, scoring goals, being here with the guys and all that, still smiling every day when he's coming in and you, know, you need your leaders to be a positive influence and he's he's still that and most of, most important of all he wants to win and he brings it. Uh, you know, just the last preseason game I played with him at home, he was running around getting pissed off and hitting guys and you know he's he's still there, you know. Always good to hear from the Tiger. Two points on the line tonight and for the next 82. The Caps and the Boston Bruins kick off the season at 7th and F. Airtime tonight at 6.45 on 106.7 The Fan, 1500 AM and CapsRadio247.com. Caps game day with Ben gets started at 4 exclusively on Caps Radio 24-7. Hear that at CapsRadio247.com as well. Ben, what's coming up on the show later today? Putting the spotlight on again some of those fresh faces and the potential differences they could make. Talking about Connor Brown and Dylan Strom, among others. Also, we'll put the spotlight on the goaltenders. Kemper and Lindgren will do that with the goalie guru himself from NHL.com, among other outlets, Kevin Woodley. Very bullish on the Capitals' offseason acquisitions. We'll hear from Kevin coming up, among others, today at 4 Eastern, CapsRadio247.com. We're always bullish here on Caps this morning. It is opening night, Ben. Have yourself a great opening night Wednesday, will you? Happy season opening Wednesday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.